Thanks for tuning in. It's the Ways to Flourish podcast, where we discuss how to flourish through our challenges and elevate voices across William & Mary's campus. I'm Lindsay Heck. And I'm Jenny Heldendaller. And today we are continuing on with Suicide Prevention Month by talking to Cole McAndrew, who is a recent William & Mary grad who has been the Out of Darkness Campus Walk Coordinator. How are you today, Cole? I'm doing great. Happy to be on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So can you tell us a little bit about the Out of Darkness Campus Walk? What is it? Sure. Um, So the Campus Walk is an annual student-run event to raise money for the foundation, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, uh, and spread mental health awareness on campus, um, amongst the student body, and the local community as well. Um, The walk itself is sort of a, a symbolic gesture of like solidarity with, you know, families who have gone through, uh, who've had family members who've committed suicide or attempted suicide or had suicidal experiences. Um, and uh, aside from the solid solidarity part of it, it's also to raise money for the foundation so that they can commu- continue their um, programming in Virginia and nationally. And I think a part of your work has also influenced support and education back at home, um, talking with one of the coordinators, uh, Kathy Goler from the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. We're hoping to provide some additional education. The work that you did brought that education back to campus. Um, But Cole, for ATO, why is the out of the darkness walk, out of all of the options and all of the things that your organization could have focused on, why was it important for you all to focus on suicide prevention um, and in particular the out of the darkness walk? Yeah, that's a great question. I think it goes, you know, at this point it stretches back um, like six years. So multiple generations of graduating classes, you know, I don't even, I couldn't even actually tell you where the walk started and how that conversation happened, but Obviously, you know, it's a sensitive issue at Women Mary. Suicide prevention is something that everybody's passionate about just because of the nature of um, things that the school struggled with years ago and still. But it was always viewed as a really important issue where we could make a real difference on campus. And like it's a difference that you can see in your fellow uh, you know, classmates and community members and uh, the, the, the parents of fellow students. Um, not to, you know, diminish any like other charity or anything like that, but it's great when you can see like the uh, in-person impact that you can make on somebody um, with an event like this. I think that's kind of unparalleled. And what have your responsibilities been exactly as the walk coordinator? Like what have you had to do to put this on? So it's, it's different because the first year I did it it was, um, sort of like that weird hybrid coming out of COVID year, um, which was my junior year. So that was two years ago. Um, that year was pretty weird because, you know, it was like trying to find the walk again. Um, when COVID first happened, the walk turned into more of, it went way too far into just the fundraising part of it, in my opinion. Um, not at the fault of anyone, but because we just didn't know what to do. And the walk chair kind of, you know, it was just adapting as best he could to the circumstances of this unprecedented pandemic. Um, so we just made it sort of like a, you know, reach out to your friends and family and fundraise. So the first year I took over the walk, I wanted to make sure that we were doing as much as we can to get back to the 
essence of the walk, which is like checking in on, on people and, and uh, having this event that uh, tells people who might be struggling that they have a support system and these resources are available, et cetera. So we made it kind of like, we retained this like grassroots fundraising type model where everybody reaches out to friends and family, but tried to make it more of like, reach out to them to see how they're doing and talk about, you know, the AFSP and their programming. And uh, we continued, or we got back into the educational part of the walk. And um, we did this virtual walk where all the chapters had like a Virginia AFSP walk day, and then everybody would go and walk. Um, so yeah, so that was kind of a, it was kind of a weird hybrid year. And then this year we really got back into the full swing um, of the walk. And, you know, as walk chair, your duties are really just, they're pretty wide ranging, honestly. I mean, you're doing a lot. Sometimes it can be a lot and then it, it's an ebb and a flow type of thing. But I mean, you're scheduling the walk with AFSP and the school, the administration, um, campus rec, the student health center. You're trying to get speakers to come to the walk. Um, so like school administrators, um, people of influence on campus, you're trying to get them to come speak. Uh, you're trying to get the word out amongst the student body so that students are actually coming in and participating in the event. And you're trying to make sure that the fundraising is going well. So it can be a lot, but it's all about having a good support system really makes all the difference. And I think your work paid off in this past year in particular. Um, you had a lot of attention from the BOV and President Rowe and the efforts that you that you uh, worked towards. Yeah, this year was awesome. Um, we had probably about 90 people attend the walk this year, and we surpassed, I don't know the end total, but I think it was somewhere around 18,500, which AFSP told me was the highest that anyone has ever raised in Virginia. That's great. Um, yeah, and you know, William Mary is not nearly the biggest school in Virginia, so I was really proud of that um, and proud of the, we did get some people, some pretty awesome people to come talk at the walk. Uh, it sort of just worked out really well, the date that we chose uh, with who was going to be on campus then. Um, so we got some high profile people to come to the walk and it was, and along with just the people that William Mary already has, so the William Mary administrators are awesome. People at the Student Health Center are awesome. So yeah, it, it was very, very successful. So you made more money than anyone else in any other walk. You had a wonderful outpouring of attendance, a lot of attention from influential members of campus, I think. But most, what was so important to me, uh, watching all of that unfold from the outside, is truly like the impact and the conversations that your work started to influence and create um, on campus. I remember after the walk, uh, we came over to the wellness center and there was a group of wellness ambassadors and some representatives. And it was really nice to have open ears that were so attuned after coming from the out of the darkness walk, seeing the impact of people who have been affected by suicide, um, share their stories coming together. Um, but then working towards shifting, um, that narrative and sharing that information and, and, and truly advocating for people to, uh, seek help and especially for students, um, who need help understanding that they do have resources available to them, um, in the William and Mary community and, and, and people that care. Yeah, absolutely. So 
Cole, um, for folks who haven't gotten involved in, you know, whether it's for suicide prevention or, or any initiative that they care about, what is the best way, do you think, for students who are currently attending William & Mary um, to get involved with campus organizations and, and show support for causes that they hold dear? So I think, like, when it comes to the walk, the simplest thing to do is just come to the walk, um, which in itself, I think, is a really powerful step that you can take to just it's you know it's not i don't want to say it's easy it can you know it's eight o'clock in the morning on a saturday whatever or sunday but yeah i mean just coming to the walk is like if you want to just like inch yourself into you know uh taking part in some of these activities on campus because i thought kelly crease who is awesome and helped so much with the walk this year by the way huge shout out to him would not have been nearly as successful if uh, Dr. Crace had not helped out in the way that he did. Um, but he gave just a beautiful speech at the walk and, you know, just basically talked about how, yeah, you know, it's just a walk, but we're just, you know, it's not really that big of a deal, but the, you know, act of all these people coming together from different walks of life, different parts of the community, the campus, and just showing up, uh, taking time out of your day to come up you know, and just walk a 5k with other people, you know, that's a great way to get involved. Um, I mean, if you want to, I, I'm, of course, I'm going to plug, just make a team uh, on the walk website and, and uh, start fundraising yourself. That would be awesome if we could get more students to do that. Uh, so it's not just ATO and some other groups, but, you know, it doesn't have to be the walk either. I would say for me, I was only ever really involved in just the walk. But I think the best way that anyone can just be proactively, you know, advocating for uh, suicide prevention and mental health is just by like being there for your friends. And like, it's, a, I think it's honestly as simple as that because not everybody has the time to go and run a walk or, or take part in these groups. But if you can just, you know, focus on being like there for your friends, I think that's like super important. And if everyone does that, that would make a huge difference. Yeah, something else I'd want to ask you as like a community organizer at William & Mary is to just like zoom out a little bit and ask you like, what do you think is the role of campus organizations in advocating and um, yeah, advocating for other like nonprofits and organizations? Like, is there an ideal form of activism or spreading awareness? Yeah, I think there is in the college environment. The ultimate goal should just be to spark conversation between friends in the dining hall you know about your activist group or whatever whatever you're you're advocating for like because that's like the medium that stuff spreads through in college like people are just having conversations with their friends for a couple minutes about this event or whatever you're, you're pushing like that's kind of what you're vying for is just to to spark like a conversation between people i have this is like this might be like a hot take or whatever but I think social media has limited utility in these kinds of efforts. Uh, it's great for getting the word out. Maybe more like a, like group social media type things. Like if you're sending it to a more private in a more private setting, but you know, like blasting out a uh, flyer type thing on your on your story on Instagram, like that's going to have limited effect because it's just the ability for everyone to just scroll through, scroll past it. You know, I try to make I try to have like every guy in ATO plug this event to their friend group and make sure that they're not 
they don't stop talking about it to their friends, you know, because especially at William and Mary, where like everyone is only separated by like two to three degrees of separation, you know, like you can saturate the whole entire school with information relatively quickly as long as everyone in, a, in an organization is like doing their part. So I think buy-in is really important. That's a super windy road answer, but. No, yeah, I, I really like what you said there and like just the ubiquity of social media makes it really easy, I think, to be overwhelmed by choice and like all of the story infographics, of course, like spreading information, that's wonderful, but it definitely is easy sometimes to get caught up in it and sort of just information overload. Um, so I'm really glad that you've been able to find a cause that you're really passionate about and spread that very deliberately and very purposefully throughout the campus. Yeah, it seems like you truly took social leverage right and optimized all of your connections to make that ripple effect where interpersonal relationships turned into community connections um, that went up to policy discussions you you were able to influence a broadband across the community for um, mental health healthy minds um, and of course the suicide prevention piece I think that you you executed that really well, Cole. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's good to hear it. But the goal, part of the goal at William Mary is to spark that conversation. Obviously, do we, we want to get the attention of, you know, administration and people of influence with, with the ability to make change. This podcast is a great example of it. It's a conversation that can, needs to continue to happen, even if it's the same outcome every single time. The main thing is, like, it's not about us. It's not about me, like... I'm just trying to make sure that the the event itself, like the venue for suicide prevention efforts is set up so that the walk day itself isn't like a disaster, you know, and that we can raise money and uh, people know where to go and there are people there to speak. Um, so really all we're doing is just like greasing the skids to make sure that the event goes off and, and the money is raised and everything. But it's not about us, you know. I think that's like a really important thing to take away. I'm, I'm happy we raised like the most money of any Virginia college uh, ever because, you know, it's a, it's like a part of it is a pride thing, but it's also just like that just means that like AFSP can continue to do their programming in Virginia that much more, you know, to whatever more extent. Yeah, like on, on one hand, it's it's not about us, but also we do have the capability to take action and um, do some advocacy and and really like start a conversation. So speaking of starting a conversation, Lindsay, you're involved with the Suicide Prevention Coalition on campus, right? I am. So what kind of work is the Suicide Prevention Coalition doing for this month? So it's Suicide Prevention Month. So uh, the Suicide Prevention Coalition is a coalition that promotes the mental health of students at William & Mary. They work on planning and implementing initiatives centered around that topic uh you can visit throughout um the week uh get some resources around sadler new sadler west area all the information that cole's talking about that was provided by the american foundation of suicide prevention um it's truly about again making that information accessible understanding to be able to recognize those signs um and yourself uh and if necessary knowing where to connect with the resources that you have available on campus and also beyond campus. Um, There's a new suicide prevention number, 988, that should be activated as of now. 
people want to get involved with the Suicide Prevention Coalition, they can uh, find that online. You can Google SPC on the wm.edu website. The SPC is always looking for input from students. Um, how can we better serve um, and support those initiatives? Um, find feedback about that. There's some crisis and prevention resources. Um, in addition, there's the Campus Connect. That's the in-person suicide prevention training. Those trainings should be available for this fall for people who want to learn more about that as a great preventative um, aspect. As we've talked about before, just reiterating that importance of social connection, I think Cole touched on this a lot, that power of community um, and being able to lean in and the things that can result when you lean into that community to to create something wonderful, but also uh, keeping in mind that you have a community of people that you can lean into um, in times of need as well. So Cole, thanks so much for being with us today. We really appreciate your time and the work that you did while you were here on campus. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very happy to be here. This is, uh, I appreciate you guys having me on the podcast. You, you guys are all doing great work. That's really, really valuable. Thank you. And yeah, again, best of luck in your future endeavors as well. Thank you also to our sponsor, United Healthcare, for support of this podcast. Ways to Flourish is produced by Lindsay Heck, Collier Sprinkle, and myself, Jenny Helmendaller. <laughs>